0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dyslexia Debated, a new series where we discuss um, and try to have a bit of a debate format in our podcast uh, relating to issues around dyslexia, especially contentious ones. Uh, For our first episode, we're going to be discussing extra time. Should it be allowed? How much? For who? Are there any problems that schools can minimize? And much more. Um, We're going to first be presenting the uh, case against extra time for those with dyslexia and then later before and then uh, for and then later we're going to be discussing uh, reasons to have it and why not with our resident dyslexic. Um, And heads up, Alma is a bit sick today, so you may notice. So if my
1: cough or my voice sounds weird, that is why. Exactly. Okay, so I guess I should start. I'm gonna be presenting the arguments against extra time. These are not necessarily my opinions, but just arguments that we as a group all think really represent the side of the people. So first, uh, the, I think the main argument is the fact that it can create, uh, quote unquote, unfair circumstances. So a lot of non-dyslexic students feel like it is unfair to give uh, people with dyslexia extra time on exams Because they're being presented with a chance that is not necessarily theirs. Uh, Because how they feel is that, okay, I may be a slow reader or I may take longer to write. And whether or not I'm dyslexic, that means that I should also have extra time. Or that no one should have extra time because many people have their problems. Life is unfair in general, but to then give extra time only to specific people simply because they inherited their learning difference and it's not just something that they have naturally uh that they should not be then getting extra time and be the only ones getting extra time uh and so i want to ask what you guys think of this argument and do you think it applies do you think there are exceptions nathaniel maybe you can start
0: oh sure um well i think that uh i want to get more, I want to talk about my case, which is four, but I think that um, it's a bit of a dangerous idea to go so strongly for equality of opportunity, basically, Um, even though we do live in an inherently unequal world. And we can of course cannot make every outcome equal, but I think that just saying, yeah, well, but you know, everyone's the same opportunity, and then you pass or fail on your own merit, when there are these learning differences or another other more serious cases, disabilities, or just all these different things that can really change the outcome, even if you're given the same opportunity. I think it's um, a bit reductive um, and not so helpful to think of it like, well, the quality is the most important thing. Think, but... uh-huh.
1: Okay, and what do you think, Antonia? Do you agree with Nathaniel uh... or with the statement?
2: <laughs> well, I... Um, as a dyslexic person myself as I've mentioned many times in this podcast <laughs> I of course am in favor of extra time but I do see both sides of this debate um, what I think is a like, strong argument and what uh, people in opposition would always say to this is that like, later in life there will not be such hate to dyslexic people but I also think it's important to acknowledge that later in life do not actually be testing situations that dyslexic people will have to be in Um, and tests we need to acknowledge that tests are a unnatural situation and they're a unnatural environment and in order to succeed in such an environment and in order to actually get good grades and have a good chance for a good future I think is important to really give people that same chance and that same opportunity and the fanny already kind of said that so (laughs) i don't really want to repeat what he said but Uh i think it's important to acknowledge that it is important in these testing situations to have extra time
1: okay yeah my opinion uh on this specific point is that people who don't have dyslexia have a much easier time Uh, becoming faster readers, becoming faster writers, and in general, just getting further in this domain. And for people with dyslexia, this is something that they genetically inherited. Uh, They're not going to have an easy time getting better. Like we've mentioned in other episodes, you have have to go through the special training. Uh, Not only is it very expensive, but it's very tedious. It's a lot of time invested in becoming a faster reader and to just give them a tiny bit of extra time after tests would not give them this crazy advantage that is so unfair. It's just gonna make things a bit more um, equitable. So that is my opinion on this point. But the next problem, uh, as I slightly mentioned in my last one, uh, is the money because the thing with giving dyslexic people extra time is in order to prove that you have dyslexia for more important exams, you have to go through a dyslexia test which can be very expensive, and this means that not every dyslexic person gets extra time, but only people who have, uh, who are financially stable enough to spend so much money on dyslexia tests in order to get extra time.
2: Yeah, and So I, one thing, yes. can I quickly say? Yeah. It does depend on the country. So in some countries, it does get covered by insurance, but that's very, very rare. Um, and... It also depends which dyslexia test you take. Of course, you can take Mm -hmm. cheap ones where they just compare your IQ score to your reading and writing score. Those usually aren't too expensive, even though they still cost a bit. Um, But the test that really is the official one, which the IB requires, for instance, so if you want extra time in the IB exams, you have to take this outrageously expensive test, which as Alma already said, is not accessible to everyone. (coughs)
1: Exactly. So the problem that this is going to create is only financially stable dyslexic people are going to be receiving extra time on their tests, while non-financially stable p- uh, students with dyslexia are not going to be receiving extra time, and so it's actually not going to create equality. Um, again, I'm going to ask you guys what you think of this point. Do you think it's a fair point, or do you think it can easily be rebuttled?
2: rebutted? Rebutted. <laughs> <laughs> Nathaniel, anyway, you can go
0: first if you want. Um, sure. Yeah, I think that actually this is a, a strong point, but I don't think it's a reason not to do it. I think this is a reason to make these dyslexia tests more accessible, especially in the case of the IP. I mean, um, just to the idea to me of saying, oh, cool, you need extra time because this is a learning difference that really does make it a lot more difficult for you to do well in these tests if you don't have enough, enough time to do well. Oh, cool, okay, pay a horrendous amount of money for a program you're already spending a decent amount of money and everything else. Uh, I think that that's quite unfair. I think that it's dangerous, too, because it means that, like you guys said, financially stable people can, and those that are not financially stable but have dyslexia are kind of almost um, through twice because um, they will be forced to basically um, take these tests that they... Are more likely to do poorly on because they don't have enough time and therefore they will do worse and because i'll get into my letter, um test scores are so important in kind of getting you to a good place financially later in life by getting into a good school and getting a job and all that it can really be um a night of spiral for those with dyslexia that don't have means
1: okay great points do you agree antonio with what nathaniel said or
2: yeah i just think um, this kind of like shows the flaws in our system and what can still be fixed so I think absolutely we should work on making <laughs> dyslexia tests more accessible oh my god that scared me <laughs> the cough I'm sorry <laughs> it's so bad I just lost my trailer for thought but yeah basically same thing as Nathaniel <laughs> okay
1: great so now moving on from my coughing I'm gonna wait bring- um, can I do the next point um sure
2: Yay. Okay, because this is kind of how I feel. Um, so the next point kind of is that giving extra time to dyslexic people kind of makes them often feel inferior to other students. Um, and this is, I think, a very relevant point, because being a dyslexic student and accepting extra time often makes you feel like you're dis- disadvantaged and in kind of, as I already said, inferior to the other students and less capable than the other students and make it puts you in this boat that you don't really want to be in a lot of the time. And I remember often when I leave the classroom early to get extra time, you have like people staring at you. And then when you come back a lot later um, after the test is already finished or when everyone else has already finished the test. And then everyone looks at you and asks you, how did your test go? It just feels weird because nobody wants to be different from the rest. Nobody wants to have different treatment really than the rest because nobody wants to stick out in such a way. And obviously I'll still take the extra time because I need it. But at the same time, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. And I also, I think a lot of other dyslexic students feel like that in a way. And I'm sure that also other people who get extra time for other reasons will also be placed in such a position. Uh, And I think that can make people feel very uncomfortable. What do you guys think?
1: Um, Well, I think that it, I think most people are going to ask you how your tests went, regardless of whether you got extra time or not. Uh, So I think that piece was very relevant. I think it's more about, uh the way it kind of gives the idea that dyslexic people are less, which he did mention anyway.
2: Um,
1: and kind of in, it, it infantilizes them really because it gives this idea of, oh, they're a bit slower so they need extra time. Oh
2: my god, and
1: yeah I just think <laughs> it's awful. R- phrasing it like that. Yes, it's actually horrific. Um and it really gives this idea that they are less and they're uh less smart and also that like I think one main thing here is that when you do then succeed, if you get a good grade, if you know, whatever, then people are going, oh, it's because of the extra time.
2: Yeah. No, but going back and, to what you just said earlier, uh-huh. like the worst thing is uh, once I was taking a test and the teacher who was supervising me uh, had to leave. So uh, that teacher then told a different teacher uh, and I heard like the teacher's conversation and they were like, oh, can you take care of the student for me? She's a little slower than the rest. That's why she's taking the test here. no yeah can you just make sure she hands the test in in like 10 minutes and I remember I was just sitting there and I felt so humiliated in a way Uh even though like the teacher had no bad intent or anything just the fact that the teacher said yeah she's a little slower than the rest it just made me feel like feel like I stuck out in a negative way Uh and it just made me feel like I don't know like a bit weird and I didn't like it
1: no I understand that because the thing is there is no way around it if you, you know. have dyslexia you're gonna be a bit of a slower reader but that doesn't I'm make you a slow up. person in general <laughs> and so to categorize not it as actually. someone being slow
2: that's yeah. a problem there I, mean, I think there's still so much stigma on this uh-huh. like i don't know it's very uh, humiliating often what do you think yeah. nathaniel
0: yeah no i would totally agree i think that like what you guys said about how um, there is this stigma about it and it makes you feel kind of ostracized and negative and you stick out but i think that there's not a reason not to do extra time as well because like this time like you guys said is needed and um there shouldn't be a stigma and the more people like that need to use extra time use it on a regular basis and it's not a thing anymore really it's like oh the builds yeah sure they just get some more time cool makes sense whatever we're continuing on just like how some people like start like in the like we're doing a math test some people have two parts on their test because they're in the ib only so people have three um just like it's just like a difference like who cares it's just a difference um and once that stigma is like removed and the only way it can be removed or at least dampened is when more people do it and it's not treated as such a thing i think that it'll be a lot better place but at the same time i understand that in the transition period it's difficult
2: yeah But also one more thing that Alma said, which I think is definitely worth mentioning again, is that often people think that the only reason why you get good grades is because of the extra time. Um, And I think this is also a big problem with extra time is that people think um, the opportunities increase a lot just by getting the extra time dyslexic people will be able to be, if that makes sense, um, non Dyslexics often think that Dyslexic people with extra time are kind of cheating the system Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and that they're becoming even better than the rest. And I think that is not or that their good grades is only due to the extra time, if that makes sense. And I think it's very important to acknowledge that extra time kind of is there to put Dyslexic students at the same level as Mm non-Dyslexics not to necessarily make it unfair to non-dyslexics if that makes Yeah sense.
1: this ties in with the previous points. Exactly. I also I have to add here I really don't understand this thing of people wanting extra time if they're not dyslexic because oh my God, as someone who doesn't <laughs> read a lot who doesn't you know practice writing or whatever I'm I think I'm like always have extra time in tests yeah. generally and I'm not that fast. And I don't think it would change my grades massively if I had an extra ten minutes, which I don't need. Exactly.
2: This is simply not, uh, But for dyslexic know? people, it actually makes a huge a difference whether you have extra time or not. Um, like I don't then,
1: know someone who doesn't have dyslexia and is such an incredibly slow reader that, like, they would need time and it's so unfair to them to have dyslexic people receive extra time. Like, it just doesn't
2: really... I, I make think, yeah, but I also think people blame, like, their bad grades often on not having enough time. And they uh-huh. think if I had extra time, they would solve all my problems. But in reality, that's not always the case. No, um, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, students do get bad grades, do bad time management. But that often, you need to acknowledge that that's not necessarily a problem that comes from it's a you problem a lot of the time. Yeah. And well, you could say dyslexia is also a you <sighs> problem in a way. So, that's, yeah. That doesn't really make a lot of sense but you know what i mean
0: i think that what you mean is that it's for you if you have bad time management you can work a bit harder and exactly, get rid yeah. of that versus dyslexia is not something you're just like oh cool oh i don't <laughs> i just don't want to have dyslexia anymore i can, like focus like 10 minutes next time i'm thinking about how to manage my time better that's not how it works
2: yeah it's like a you problem but like in two totally different ways Yeah. <laughs> what is
1: lack of engagement perhaps and
2: one is something you can't help that you naturally have so yeah I think that's something very important to keep in mind
1: (laughs) okay so now we're going to move on to reasons why we can support extra time Nathaniel's going to be presenting these points
0: okay so um, like I said before we've kind of already been secretly stating our case as we've been going on (laughs) Um, we are for equity over equality which means we're aiming more for equality of outcome rather than equality of opportunity. I've already kind of explained why that's important, but just to, rephr- just to rephrase it, essentially um, we all have differences and just like see the example of those differences and pretending like none of those differences exist and that there is automatically an equal playing field means that people get left behind. And I think almost worse, those people are told by everyone else and are blamed and they almost blame themselves because everyone's saying, oh yeah, it's a meritocracy. So if you're not doing well, it's kind of your fault. Um, and yeah, like it's a you problem in like a negative way. Um, and I think that pretending that there is a, a level playing ground is just um, incorrect. And I think it's important to focus more on equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to comment on that, um, Antonio?
2: Well, I think most of that already has been said earlier, yeah. so I don't really want to say too much on that. I think we should just get into the second point.
0: Okay, sure. Um, so I think that another benefit of extra time for those with dyslexia is that it is a big stress reducer.
2: Oh my um, God, definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. Um, it makes sense is that um, if you struggle with reading or you just read a bit slower, Having extra time to re-read your work or to read the work in the first place definitely removes a lot of stress and means you perform better. Because those that are less stressed on tests almost always perform better. Because when you're really stressed on tests, your memory doesn't perform as well. You write slower. You write worse. All these things things break down. Um, Antonio, why do you think this is really helpful?
2: Um, Okay, so it's extremely helpful, especially in language exams, because I have quite bad spelling. But I did with practice throughout the years, learn how to notice my own mistakes. However, I can only notice my own mistakes if I get to actually read through my essays a few times. And I can only read through my essays if I have the time to do so. And having extra time really gives me the chance to read my work again, check my um, writings and that stuff. And when I, for instance, read a German essay, on average, I tend to find like 10 to 15 mistakes. Um, And that can have a huge difference on my grade, especially um, in the IB. Um, Our essays get heavily graded on the amount of spelling mistakes we have. So just having extra time for me can like get me from a three to a one in the exam or from a like four to a two or something like that. It can have a huge difference. Keep in mind, the way we're graded is one's the best, five's the worst. So if that's a little confusing to you, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so I definitely think it's super, super, super important to acknowledge that having extra time is a huge stress relief to students. Alma, what do you think? Um,
1: well, I actually have to disagree with this point. Uh, although, <laughs> no. I, I, in general, I support extra time for people with dyslexia. However, I think, Antonio, what you said goes into the first point of equity over equality. Mm -hmm. This is about your grades and not about the stress. And I think generally, um, tests are a stressful environment. That is, especially in the IB, that's literally one of their points, I feel like. Like, they very purposely choose just the amount of time that you need to write. And you're not supposed to be calm during these tests. And I think... Um, Obviously, you know, it would be nice not to be stressed, but that's part of it. And so I think in general, uh, the first point is much more applicable, at least for me, uh, for why extra time should be permitted for students with dyslexia.
2: I definitely understand where you're coming from with this. But what I said before kind of ties in with the stress in a way. I do agree tied in more of the first point. But also when you're taking an exam and you know that you can't finish it, that is like one of the worst feelings ever. and you make even more mistakes in the essay when you know that you have like five minutes left and you're only halfway in the essay than if you would, yeah uh-huh. have more time. So the thing is, of course, as you said, um, testing situations are meant to be stressful, but it can get if it can get extremely bad. And it can really, really affect your grade if you're so stressed that you cannot think straight anymore and then you just make more and more and more mistakes. So I really think as a dyslexic person, having that extra time is so, so important to give you give you more time to focus and also to make you feel more secure and to make you feel like, oh, I don't have to stress that much. I still have the time to finish the work. I said finish, for some reason, finish <laughs> the work. Um, and of course, they'll get you better grades, but also it will make you feel better mentally yeah. while taking this exam.
1: I guess to call it a stress for time would that make would help it make more sense
2: for participants. Yes, for part. yeah. But also, yeah. it's just such a relief to be able to like check your text. It well, like really releases mm. stress also directly after reading, uh, after handing in the exam because then you kind of know what your performance was like whereas yeah. if you like just write the text hand in immediately you have no clue how good your writing was mm-hmm. so i think also after handing in the exam having this kind of like already in advance knowledge of what your writing was is very stress relief thing. i'm sorry i'm rambling so much right no now. it's
1: okay we're discussing
2: yeah i yeah, no, mean as a dyslexic person, I'm super opinionated on this, so I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, so, another point I think that's a bit more minor, but I think it's just worth mentioning, is that this extra time won't necessarily be required for every single test and every single subject. It's generally case dependent. Um, and the reason why, like I've done before, with languages, um, especially when spelling is a big factor in terms of grades, you have to read over, you know it's very useful to have, but in certain tests, like maybe math or biology or sciences, where you kind of either know it or you don't, um, this extra time is not necessarily required for those with dyslexia, because it's just rote memorization or understanding rather than like writing a persuasive essay um, and getting a large, certain amount of words in a certain amount of time. Um, so I think that it's just worth mentioning that it's not always, um, yeah, it's not always necessary, which kind of I think means that an argument against it which is like, well we can't just like, give extra for every single class. It's too much too much infrastructure required for that <laughs> I think falls apart a bit. Um Alma, do you agree?
1: I, I think this is a much stronger point, actually, Because I do think that uh if people kind of see it as this like general, I don't know, quote unquote cheating or whatever, that makes them a lot more uh, inclined to go against this extra time but when you think about it it's honestly just for specific subjects and I don't know why I said subjects subjects, and it's generally just meant to um, help where it's actually needed and where it isn't needed it's normally not even used or implemented and so I think it just shows it's not this big thing but generally just I don't know, giving a hand to students with dyslexia. I don't know if my point makes sense,
2: but uh, well, makes sense. what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I don't really have much to add on this. Um, okay,
0: cool. Um, so then kind of wrapping with the final point, which is essentially that um, it is uh, in terms of solutions or at least just helps for those with dyslexia to make it a more equitable environment. It's an easy first step in a lot of cases. Uh, Even if it's not incredibly easy, it's, I think, a lot easier than some of the alternatives. Um, For instance, giving extra time may require just simply having the teacher there for longer or having one of your substitute teachers or someone just laying around, just watching for a bit, one of the co-teachers, student-teacher, could be many things, just watching for a bit longer uh, versus other kind of helps for those with dyslexia, which would be things like, I don't know, getting a classroom dyslexic coach or other solutions that for many schools are not so practical. I think that an, another strong point for implementing it um, and allowing it to be implemented on a wider scale is that uh, in many cases, I think that it's the easiest solution or help for the dyslexia to implement. I think it's also a strong reason to implement it um, and it's important. Uh, Antonia, do you agree?
2: Um, absolutely, I think it doesn't take a lot of, like it's not a lot of hassle Um, to implement extra time, as you said, it is one of the easiest ways to give um, dyslexic students a um, fair chance. And it's also one of the most effective ways. And of course, diagnosing students with dyslexia and giving students um, dyslexia training is also super, super important, but that is a lot harder to implement for schools than is extra time. So I think extra time, absolutely, as I said multiple times in this debate, I'm repeating myself a few times probably, but I definitely think it's worth implementing and it has such great benefits that I definitely think there should not even be a debate on this, but I do understand also other people's opinion, if that makes sense. Yeah. Alma? Alma?
1: I think... <laughs> We, we love to criticize the uh, education system on this podcast, but it is a yep. thing. It's, it's, if you're trying to internet, like apply this one thing everywhere, it's just not going to work. You have to make it um, more customized for different people. Um, and so I think that this point does make a lot of sense. This is one of like the first steps to helping the education system be more open to students with dyslexia. Otherwise, it's simply will be impossible for them to uh have this equal opportunity like we always yeah. say um, like we said equal uh what was it again
2: it's not equal quality of outcome over quality of opportunity <laughs> yes, no i'm the fish quote works really well here the one uh antonia free.
1: you go ahead
2: and say <laughs> you no no i keep nathaniel can you say it Cause we... Sure.
0: <laughs> if we judge antonia on her ability to remember this one quote she will go her entire <laughs> life believing she is stupid <laughs> Um no, uh it is Albert oh, Einstein's no. quote. Uh apparently quote uh which is if you judge a fish <laughs> on its ability to climb a tree, it will go its entire life, believing it was stupid.
2: Yes, it's a beautiful quote. <laughs> uh-huh. Truly. I Al-Maj was just saying basically that quote and I was like, This is the perfect moment to bring that in.
1: Not exactly what I was saying, <laughs> but
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> You can never miss the opportunity for a quote, of course. And you, you love fish climbing trees. <laughs> also, just to say, this is said that Albert Einstein said this quote, but actually, people aren't certain that he actually did, and it's probably not
0: his quote. So just
2: fun
1: fact. it might be, you never know. It there might, are some also... of those
0: people that every quote is attributed to, mostly yeah. most of the time incorrect, like Mahatma Gandhi or Martin Luther King or uh, Einstein. <laughs>
2: So we cannot be sure it's his quote. Sure. Just keep that in mind. But it's a still quote regardless. Anyway, Alma, can you continue? <laughs> I, um, I think I, I pretty
1: much said my point. But overall, I just think um, that we should always try to take steps to make the education system uh, as good as possible. Even though, you know, generally speaking, I really, I, I fit the education system, I guess. It really works for me. And I actually really like uh, the way our school goes, the way the IB goes. Yeah. However, I think there are some flaws. And I think that if we can better than we should.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Whether that be by making, like Nathaniel said, the, uh, dyslexia tests more affordable and accessible. Or just by giving extra time uh, to students with dyslexia and not making such a hassle about it, but rather just seeing this as an opportunity to Equitalize, if that is the word. No, uh, I think. Okay, make it more equitable. <laughs> equit- I don't know. Equitable. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, the education system. Yes. And that. And with my bad English, <laughs> I rest my case.
2: Thank you.
0: Um, closing statements, Antonia. Antonia well i think that she's already <laughs> closed so while we're care. waiting for her to do something we don't know um i will just basically say my piece which is essentially a mix of what everyone else has been saying that um it's important to, to get an equity of outcome rather than equity an outcome rather than equity of opportunity and um should implement really anything they can do within their means to help those with dyslexia if they have those on in their student body because it's just it's a benefit for everyone um as we've just demonstrated numerous times before um, those with dyslexia um, of course are just as intelligent as everyone else but often they have unique ways of seeing the world which make them in some cases I'm not honestly more intelligent but they are able to do more things and enhance the you know society really well so it's kind of in the interest of anyone, everyone, to make sure they get a good education and that they, you know, feel empowered by the world rather than disempower. So, yeah, I would support, in this case, extra time.
1: I think we were quite clear with our intentions from the beginning, but it's great that we still had the debate. I think we did mention some great points for both sides. Uh, now, Antonia, uh, let us know, let, well, yes, let us know that she is disconnected. So, we're going to have to Guys, this. I'm back. Oh, you are back. I'm back. <laughs> I was about to finish the podcast without
2: so you. Confused. Oh, my God. No, I'm back. I'm back, guys. I had a really good question to Nathaniel, and I was like, why is he not replying? <laughs> I don't like
0: you on top. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> okay. No, guys, I don't know if they can hear in the recording. Like, I don't know if they can hear what you guys just said, because I am the main recording device right now. So maybe I'll just have smooth transition. I'll edit like a smooth transition now and then just pretend like nothing happened. So okay. anyway, guys, sorry for that disturbance. Um, is there anything the listeners might have missed out on what you guys were saying?
0: I had a really beautiful ending, but... Um... <laughs> oh, wait, I'll have to recall it. State what you guys said. Right. Essentially, um, I think that taking any steps, any steps that the education system can take to um, essentially empower those with dyslexia and those with any, any other learning differences or disturbances in general is a benefit for the education system as well as society at large. As we've demonstrated before, those with dyslexia um, are found in numerous really important business circles and creative circles and inventors and all these fields that are really important for society. Um, And I think that it's just better to have an educated and empowered populace. Um, And in this case, uh, schools can do this to empower those with dyslexia. And I think that's why we should support a extra time for those with dyslexia.
2: Beautifully said. (laughs) And I think Alma, any last remarks from you still? Um, I already said mine. Okay, good. No, just in case we missed something from no. my Wi-Fi cutting out. Okay, so I think that this is a very good episode and a very good debate, guys. And I- yay!